back, everyone. How are you, Taryn? I'm good. We made it to episode four. Episode four, and we're still going. Thanks, Yay. fans. All right. What's happening? Let's, let's start off with the what's going on. Uh, what's going on with you? You have a baby now. He's one. Well, yeah. you've had a baby. He's one now. <laughs> I had a baby one year ago. <laughs> um, yeah. That's really all I got. Um, I got some tiny hands in the mail from Amazon for... National Slap Your Coworker Day. That's this Wednesday, October twenty third. It's out. Slap Your Annoying Coworker Day. My bad. Um, Not just anyone. The annoying ones. They need it the most. So yeah, good stuff. What's happening with you? <laughs> um, well, you know, just getting ready for the end of the year. That's literally all I'm gonna ever say because I'm always getting ready for the end of the year. Always preparing for busy, something. busy. Live in the moment. Looking to hire some folks. So send me your resume, I guess. <laughs> uh, other than that, I'm interviewing, which I hate doing, but I end up talking about Billy Bob's all the live long day during the whole shebang. Eat, sleep, breathe, Billy Bob's. Yeah, I talk about it all the time. I am forever grateful that Peyton's the only person I really had to interview because she's a sweet baby angel and <laughs> yeah. she's here. really easy. She's here. She's the giggling in the back. We'll, we'll intro her in just yeah. a second. Um, she's not here. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what else is going on coming up? We've got a couple of big shows. So this Friday night, October 25th, we have the Bellamy Brothers. Oh, geez. They first started playing at Billy Bob's in 1981, and I think they've played here every year since. So At least once a year, That'll twice That'll be a nice even. little welcome back for our friends in the Bellamy Brothers. The Bellamy 1 and Bellamy 2. There used to be a manager here that looked exactly like one of their doppelgangers. Really? Yeah. Well, one of them met their wife, actually, backstage at Billy Bob's, and they're still still married to this day, so. And then Saturday, we have Josh Turner. Yeah, I like him. So, we've been doing some some fun little digging on Josh Turner, and he released a gospel album, so if you want to check out a great cover of Amazing Grace, it's on YouTube. I didn't know that he did that, and that's, he's got a nice, good voice for that, I feel like. Yeah, it's nice. Taking us to church. Um, it, was, it was real good. Plus, didn't Britney Spears cover that Bellamy song? If you, if I said you have a beautiful body, would you hold it against me? Or was that just a line in her song? Don't ask me questions. She shout out to the Bellamy for that. Britney inspo. Shout um, out to Britney for the Bellamy yeah. inspo. We don't know. Uh, you know, not verified. Anyways, um, other than that, yeah, you said they played since 81. They have. That's older than me. Older than all of us at this table. That was, you know, the, the birth year of Billy Bob's. Shout out. So that'd be cool to have them back for the fortieth. I'm we'll sure it'll happen. Later. Yeah. Gospel album too. That's so cool. Okay. Well, let's intro our guests. Today we have Peyton from the marketing department. Hey. Hello. And Chris Colston. What's up? How are you? We're so, good. So for those of you who don't know Chris, <laughs> I know you met Peyton last episode, so you already know her. Y'all are old friends. Um, Chris is a Texas country artist from East Texas, and he is just kicking ass. You know, he has done a lot of cool stuff over the last couple of years. He got to open. Or he got to play at Billy Bob's for the first time <laughs> earlier this year, and he has a new single coming out November first called First Dirt Road. So. Go follow him on all your listening mm-hmm. stuff. Check it out. Chris, you want to add anything? Like, love, share. Sorry, that was probably the worst intro you've ever had. Oh, it's, good. <laughs> it's good. I promise you I've had worse intros on stage in front of lots of people. So oh, okay. You guys are killing it so far. You can't see these people, so That's we won't right. be embarrassed. <laughs> That's cool. Well, welcome, both of y'all. We're excited to have you. Sure. Thank y'all Yay. for having us. First Dirt Road. I'm going to tell a story about that. Um, the first Dirt Road that I was ever on that I remember was, I think it was 4th of July in Oklahoma. And there was, I just remember there being a ton oh, of grasshoppers. Yeah, there was a ton of grasshoppers. Like I was in the back of a truck waiting for my grandpa to do fireworks. And I was like, you get out of the There's truck grasshoppers covered in dirt and grasshoppers. Yeah, I remember not liking that. Because I'm pretty sure I was wearing sandals. And I had, it was just grasshoppers filled on wash your the feet bottom. before yeah, you get gross. in your bed that's disgusting you, yeah what about you first dirt road um i mean i grew up in also in oklahoma so it's like every road that wasn't a major road in our town was a dirt road a country girl yeah country <laughs> no like no semi <laughs> yeah i'm a city gal so i'm like get this dirt on me but i've been on a lot of dirt roads and they're always fun i bet this is that what your song's about stories. your song fun yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's just cool. talks about everything that I grew up on back home in East Texas, and when we used to, uh, we used to ride around, and on the weekends there was nothing else to do, 
and we would grab a case of beer and turn up uh, one on one five. Then it was uh, Buddy Logan. He played Red Dirt. On I know him. Saturday nights, and we would just go and cruise, and that's just kind of what the song's about. It's kind of a fun sing along, kind of a nostalgic. I, I like think that. everybody who grew up in a even a semi small town can relate to that because yeah, I mean we used to do that too. We had a spot by the river yeah. that we weren't supposed to go to. Um, <laughs> like we'd move the no trespassing sign. We go park down by the river with, turn the radio up and drink beer that somebody's brother that was you know twenty one at the time and right. bought yeah. for us it and snuck. It was usually Keystone because it's all we could afford. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember doing that too. <clears throat> I remember doing that too in high school because my dad was a police officer, and so we couldn't be in the city limits. We got to go somewhere far, right. <laughs> and so it was always a dirt road somewhere that someone's cute face got us some beer. Or oh no, it was a uh, Smirnoff Ice. Oh lord, oh, wine coolers. Hey, back then, wine coolers. It was cold. We drank it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Y'all ever drink Boone's Farm? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's a rite of passage. You know, like yeah. I s- even like smell or taste any of that now, and it's like PTSD <laughs> shocks my system. That's how, that's how I feel about ball. trash can. Yeah, the blue ones. No Ugh. thanks. Can't. Okay, I'm out on that one. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. So um, we already kind of answered this, but we have a couple of rapid fire questions for you. So you yeah, just, right off the brain. Yeah, it's like first thing that pops in your head. Don't even think about it. Okay. So, who are you and where are you from? Uh, I'm Chris Colston. I'm from a little small town in East Texas called Lindell, Texas. Which Shout out to Lindell. Same hometown Miranda as Lambert. Miranda. Yeah, I've been through there. I am, sir. I blinked. I was out of there. Okay, what are <laughs> three things you can't live without? Um, hunting, fishing, and guitar. <laughs> Wow. Peyton, you're number four. Sorry. We'll put, we'll put you in there. No, you're. <laughs> uh, well, Peyton's there too, fishing and hunting. And That's right. Yeah, yeah. she's around right the by guitar. His, yeah, right by his side. Yeah. Right. The whole time. Wait, we haven't That's even mentioned here. that yet. No, it is. Um, <laughs> so Peyton actually dates Chris. So yeah. Surprise there. Sorry, I didn't include that in my intro. Yeah, we, we did. We touched briefly on it it's last okay. week. Okay. Um. What is something you hate but wished you loved? Bananas. And why? Because I'm allergic. Oh, oh you bummerita. So yeah. That's It's pretty heartbreaking. Yeah. Bummerita. Your most memorable Billy Bob's moment? Uh, memorable Billy Bob's moment. Probably when we got to play the main stage earlier this year. That was really, really cool. Really cool. Never thought I'd be able to be a part of that. Yeah, was that, was that your first time at Billy Bob's? or um, Like here or to play? Here. Here, here in general. No. Um, we have been pretty close. I might have come in the door one time and looked around real quick and then had to go for some reason. But yeah. That's so fun. I think so. That, that day was, my was first so time. interesting because I had just started working here and being able to go down there when they were sound checking and just like, he was like a kid on Christmas morning. He was mm-hmm. so excited and it was cool that it was my job to capture that. Yeah. So it was perfect. cool. Like, it all kind of came full circle. That's a good it. memory. That's a good memory. Um, if you created a slogan for life, what would it be? Slogan for life. Um, one that's been hitting me recently, I guess. It, it may be already be one, but I like uh, stay in your own lane. I love yes, that. Yes, I love that. That is that is my <laughs> motto of yeah. life. Like, Swerve, don't get worry. back in your lane. Yeah, yeah just Bye. don't worry about what anybody else is doing. Do your own thing. <clears throat> I like it. You'll be successful. I like that a lot. Bumper sticker. Right. Bumper sticker idea. <laughs> See, get them online, chriscolston.com. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite song to sing along to while on the road? Um, ooh, that's a good one. I don't know if I have a favorite one, but anything like 80s rock and roll power ballad. Oh, yeah. Like any band. Any White Snake. Yeah. I was Aerosmith. Waiting, yeah. I was waiting on that or anything Blackberry Smoke. Yeah. That's a another oh, question. I love Blackberry mm-hmm. Smoke too. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Nothing like Yacht Rock, you know? What Sorry. is your Nothing favorite like three word sentence? Favorite three word sentence. Um, three? Is three words even a sentence? Yeah, that's kind of what I was really <clears throat> Look, mine is off Karen. Oh, Karen. We have, we kind of have our own little saying in the band, riding around in the band every time, and like, 
we usually make whoever's driving the van on the road. We usually make fun of them because usually someone gasses it like at a random time for no reason, <laughs> and then everybody just yells at one time, "Hit her, Lou!" And that's just kind of the thing that we all have together. Like, Hit her, Lou! Just hammer on it. <laughs> I guess that would be. I like that. <laughs> Oh my that, gosh, I that's, remember, I remember that's those days one. of being in a van. Fun times. Scary, yeah. scary times, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I never slept, actually. I was always, like, worried that the person driving was, like, going to okay. fall asleep or something. Yeah. I'd be like, so, how's your life? You know, start talking to them. I don't sleep when, I'm on, when, he's, when I know he's traveling, which all is all the time. So. Yeah. What Thank is you. sleep? <laughs> that's my comment. <laughs> what is something you do before taking the stage? Um, Take time probably to myself and kind of separate myself from the group or you know like most bands get together and kind of get in a huddle or do a prayer or like do like a chant or whatever to get everybody and I just kind of go off to the side and kind of just I guess pump myself up internally and just kind of like you're like you can do it Chris. yeah like hum something in my head you just to kind of get, are the man yeah. don't work on stage that's right like, just to get myself pumped up I think that was what helps me best I'm just really glad you didn't say go to the bathroom because I feel like that's something whenever I've asked that question that's usually the answer I get go to the bathroom yeah okay Okay. (laughs) we'll tell your fans Um, I'm gonna ask you a question next if you could be any animal what would you be and why oh that's a good one I've thought about this one meant like many a times for random reasons and I don't know why spirit animal I I thought I would want to be I thought I'd want to be like a deer at one time because, but then again. Peyton's face right now, she's like, but, like you hunt those. Right. Yeah. Then I, but then I thought about. Trying to get shot? How I do hunt them. But I think I'd want to be a bobcat. Ooh. Because bobcats are elusive. And they're very, very, it's, it's, people see them, but it's very rare that you see them because they're an elusive so, they like their job is too hot. Cats, like, man. And I like that. I heart cats. Peyton and I saw a video <laughs> of a really fat deer the other day. So if you were a deer, that's the only deer I'd want to be. He was yeah. good. <laughs> like all the corn, like all of it. It, it was, I've never seen. It's like they won't want me. I'm too slow. If we can find <laughs> it, again, if we can find it again, we should post that because that that it was, was so the fattest funny. deer I think I've ever seen. And Love I've it. seen a lot. P H A T fat. No, this one, I mean, this one was, he was thick. <laughs> slim thick. <laughs> Not even slim, just, just thick. That's hilarious. Oh, man. A bobcat. I didn't know that. A lot okay. of these, I I was kind of thinking about what he may say, but I didn't, I didn't know the answer to that. That's what he's doing before he goes on stage, Googling animals. That or he was. Raccoon? raccoon? Yeah, People call those trash pandas. They yeah. have great eyeliner. <laughs> they do. They're I have cool a smoky eye down. They always, they're always chilling and eating. That's all they worry about. I yeah, like to eat that's and true. chill. That's My true. spirit animal would eat a lot, too. <laughs> <laughs> if you could ask another artist any question, what would it be? Hmm. And who would it be? Another artist, yeah. Who would that mm. be? Um, well, it's a good question. Sorry. There's so many, like, We've no, got these, these deep-thinking... No, it's good. I like deep-thinking. Thought-provoking <laughs> questions um, for you. I'd probably ask probably talk about him again we've already said something but Blackberry Smoke their lead singer's name is Charlie Starr I'd ask him just like how is, or I always like to know artists uh, early days like when they started where they played oh yeah kind of how everything went down when they weren't playing for tens of thousands of people every night and just kind of mm-hmm. wonder you know what goes what went through their mind at the time or what they think about it looking back on it you know would help you don't know. Just interesting to know their small days before their big days. I guess. Yeah, I think well, I like those questions. I'm too. about to sound like a cheesy person, <laughs> but it's like kind of inspiring to know that like they came from the same place. Oh, yeah. Like you started out at, and now they're you know successful yeah. and killing it. That's right. Yep, I like knowing that stuff too. It's like like your best friends after you talk about those kinds of things. Yeah. What you know. What's the worst place you could get stuck? We're going to say city-wise. Oh, i got a great story for this one. <laughs> oh, you know what you think say? Oh, yeah. Is yeah. it El Paso? Yes. <laughs> yeah, worst place you get stuck was El Paso. We had a terrible experience with that recently. We have a converted bus, and we were playing a shows on a Wednesday. We had a run that was going from El Paso 
to Roswell, Mexico, to Amarillo, and then back down to Lubbock, and then back home. Which, from where I'm from, Lindale to El Paso is like, it's across the entire state of Texas, so it's 12 or 13 hours just to get there to play the show. So we That's get, a lot of miles. It yeah. is, and we got there, and the bus wouldn't start after the show, so we had it towed, which I don't know if you guys have ever seen a bill for a 38-foot-long bus to get it towed two miles, but it's not cheap. I don't want to see the bill for two that. Two miles? Yep, and oh, no. took it there, and it's a really long story, but, you know. You're like, everybody behind the bus, we're just going to push it all the way back to Lindell. That's what Pretty I much. <laughs> That's, we probably would have been better, but Jeez. the shop messed up the motor, and then the motor was gone, so we didn't have a bus anymore, and we canceled two shows on the run. And then we had to spend a fortune just to get the bus back, just for them to tell us that, yes, the motor really is gone. So then I bought a van. And so I was stuck in El Paso for four days, getting the runaround on why it wasn't fixed. And uh, this was right after, this was about a week after, you know, all the the shootings and everything and the bad stuff was happening with with the city of El Paso. So it was a really... It wasn't a good time for the city there. It was just a really weird vibe the mm. entire time. We were just really ready to get And home. I can't imagine there'd be a whole lot of fun things to do in El Paso. Yeah. I've never been, but... And there's there's yeah. not, you know, it's... It was one of those things where, like, he would call me and be like, okay, well, they're telling us that we're going to get the bus at this time tomorrow. And then he'd call me the next morning. All right, never mind. And then, like, every day We're going to get it at this time tomorrow. Yeah, every day that nice. ha- that would happen. And then, like, to the point where he would call and not sound excited anymore. And I was expecting the next phone call to be bad. Like, it happened so so many yeah, times that, that like, I was wait Like, as awful as that sounds, I was waiting for that ball to drop. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Nothing but, against the city, but we we'll probably won't be going back for a while because yeah. of the bad. Well, it's the worst place to get stuck, it's, for sure. <clears throat> yeah, nope. So... Buy some merch, buy some CDs, chriscolston.com. <laughs> Paying for a bus here. That's right. <laughs> Seriously, that's what you do. That's and right. they've got really cute Sport. shirts. I'm looking, Peyton's wearing um, one right now, Coasty. and it's super cute. Um, I'll have her post for a I'm going to buy one. I did that on purpose. Look Represent. Love it. So. Love it. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. Shit, I did it again. <laughs> you love it. It's guys, part of the show now. Every episode. It's part of the show. <laughs> Name one artist of any genre besides country that you are a fan of and tell us why. Uh, I can't say him again because I've already said it twice. This oh, were you going to say Blackberry Smoke? Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell he likes them? Big fan, big fan. Oh, yeah. They're great live, by the way. Um, the artist, is that what it was? No. Any yeah. genre besides country. Um, besides country. That you're a fan of. That's really tough. We'll bust out your playlist. I know. <laughs> Probably. Um, Soul music? Can you say Little Nas X? No. No. Okay. Nothing against him. Um, I like rock and roll a lot. Jeez. Um, what about Soul? I mean, I like Soul. I don't know. I wasn't ready for this question. Is it Beyonce? It is not. Is it Beyonce? Beyonce. Post Malone. <laughs> not a Post Malone fan. He said rock and roll, so. I like old school rock and roll. Um, I would probably say. Probably Mick Mick Jagger, from Rolling Stones. Okay. Um, is it because you have the moves like Jagger? I don't have the moves like Jagger, but just <laughs> those yes, guys are so. <laughs> just. Just they're just rock. I mean, they're one of the greatest. They are legends. the greatest band, yeah. pretty much rock and roll band of all time. And they did it in a time period that was very hard to win over people with music, the music that they played. They started out in a kind of an odd era, in my opinion, and yeah. overcame pretty much what the world, what they didn't care what people thought about them, basically. They did their own thing. They played their style of music, and they played rock and roll, and they expressed that. And it worked. Oh, I just yeah, it respect worked. that a lot. Yeah. The was, people that do their own thing. I was thinking you may either say them or uh, the Eagles. Oh, yeah. Oh, I heard one too. Yeah. yeah. I should have said the Eagles. Well, okay. I mean. You can say both. Part B. It's okay. Yeah, Eagles. Mick Jagger. I mean, you can. That's that's a great answer. Eagles would probably be 
better for me, though. More relatable. I was thinking about the Stones, but Eagles are probably one of my favorites of all time. Both legends. Yeah. Yep. Legend, Dairy. Okay. Right. Next question. So I think we only have three more questions. So mine is fill in the blank. It's not a party until. Dot, dot, dot. It's not a party until. I got the perfect ending. I would say it's not a party until my half of my crazy ass family shows up. <laughs> hey. The Colstons. Shout out to the, the Colstons. No, don't shout them out. <laughs> they'll no, shout themselves out? No, you don't want Love them em. showing up to your party. Wow. <laughs> Hopefully they're not listening. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, fam. It's not a party until someone puts a costume on. I love y'all, but y'all are just redneck as hell. Hey, the first time, we hadn't been together very long, and he was telling me about this family crawfish roll that the Colstons were having, and he was so, you were nervous on the way taking me there. He was like, I, he I, he literally thought that that I may not stick around, and then he soon to come find out that my family's equally as she had a side of family is just as crazy. I think, <laughs> I think we can all relate here. Yeah, yeah. yeah my mom is one of thirteen, so there's a lot of oh people on that side. Colston fam, I want to come to your party. Yeah, invite me, please. Invite me, please. Okay, what is your dream job? Is this your dream job? Absolutely, what I'm doing right now. If this, if this wasn't an option, what would be your If this wasn't an option, I'd be a game warden. Oh. My uncle was one for over 30 years in East Texas. And I love the outdoors so much. I dig it. I'm back. Yeah. I said I've never That's seen him. Once deer season picks up. Bye. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bye, Chris. <laughs> um, okay, and then... Now you're just somebody that I used to <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Know. Okay, last, last question. Do you have a song that reminds you of a relationship, this relationship? If so, what song? Mm. Strawberry. Just I feel gave, like strawberry wine. Peyton just yeah. gave him the eye. <laughs> like, like, this could go a lot of ways. Just the first one that comes on. I mean, I'm sure that I know that all my relationships have um, a, a catalog of songs. Um, so just one that you can think of that makes you think pay, pay. I don't know. She's the one that usually makes the playlist for me, the songs of the thing. Okay. Well, Peyton, do you have a song? Yeah. Um, Now you're in the hot seat. She's good at this, though. um, The first song that comes to mind is, um, well, there's actually two. One of them being When You Say Nothing At All, just because that's one that we sing a lot together. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Making Me Look Good Again by Drake White. That's a great song. I was thinking of um, Us Time. By Stony Lure. By Stony Lure. We danced Stony... that in the kitchen, you guys. That's Aww. cute. <laughs> yep. Well, With an audience of one. Charlie. <laughs> Segwaying <laughs> on relationships. One of our things that when we started this podcast that we kind of wanted to talk about was dating in the music industry. Yeah. And so when we brought that up, Peyton, of course, was like, let me talk. <laughs> let, let me be a part of that one. Right. Um, and I think... All of us here have dated in the music industry. Banda started as a tour manager. Mm -hmm. I am married to a guitar player. And then you two. Yep. So let's talk about our thoughts, guys. What what are your thoughts? I I think the biggest thing is people that that are on the outside looking in. Like, I get a lot of, oh my gosh, this must be so great. Like, it's It's some kind of... glamorous. Yeah, like it's some kind of fancy... Oh, you get to be backstage. Style. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, you're sometimes yeah, yeah, but I mean, even backstage is not always. I mean, can we just pause and talk about what backstage at a concert's really like? Yeah, you have your drummer taking a nap on the couch. <laughs> yep. Your bass player is usually like eating cheese puffs somewhere. Yep, it's like, not that cool. It's not really fancy, not, I mean, <laughs> and not a lot just, of margarine either. Green rooms. and it's yeah. a time backstage is. I'm gonna rant. Right now. Do it. This, this is what this is for. It's a podcast. This is, this is our platform. This is what we have. We say whatever we want. Backstage, yeah. there's a line that you draw between fans. And they build, the reason they built backstages were areas for musicians who have been on the road for a long time to give them their own personal space and place to relax. Mm-hmm. Not to hang out with you and your 30 friends that came <laughs> that's to the not show. The sp- they want to hang out, but that's not the spot for it. But they need right. a moment. Sometimes, you yeah. know, you just need to decompress. You're right. Like, like, especially that's, after That's the where show. we chill. Yeah, and after the show, like, we'll go out and we'll hang out, yada, yada. But before the show, 
Yeah, that's. But I've noticed band like time. before the show, and then right when you step off that stage, I know you. I mean, I'm sure it's the same for yeah. many artists. Give them a minute. <laughs> they need yeah. a moment before. You know whose backstages are always the worst? Who? Co Wetzel's. <sighs> I bet. Lots of people. See, I can only imagine too. Well, I mean, I know that too <laughs> because they're so big and so. And, and everybody and the bigger, is their friend. Right? Yeah, the bigger you get, the bigger they get, the bigger you get, the mm-hmm. more people are around you. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then a lot of those people now, most of those people deserve to be back there. They're close friends and their family, but there right. are also people that you just look around and you wonder, why are you? How you can always spot the person that doesn't here. fit in. Because they're standing in the corner by themselves. Yeah. That and you're or, like, they're, or they're they're bombarding somebody that should be back there because they like almost need that the person to, to latch onto. onto. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite quotes was um, from co-store manager Colton Harris. He said, "If you ain't on the po- if you ain't on the payroll, you're in the way." Mm-hmm. Shout out Colton. <laughs> Yep, that's how I was when What's I was the a Whiskey Myers song? Listen. Backstage is full of parasites. Oh. Yeah, I think that's the difference too. Is some people think that like, yeah, backstage is great, but some people are like, why don't you want to be like out front, like in the middle? I'm, Hell no! Do not sign me up to be in the middle of that crowd. I, I I've seen his set. I love him. I can I can listen to him. Yeah. Right where I'm at, if I'm whether I'm in the very 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 back by merch. Family is a different story. Yeah. Or I'm in backstage watching or watching side stage, but I don't want it in the middle of any kind of pit or. I don't either. That's Whoa. for the fans. Family That's for the is fans. An exception. Yeah. So listen, one time I was around an artist. I won't even call them out. I'm gonna change the names for anonymity. Um, I was around this artist and I heard his girlfriend saying, um, "Y'all need to move. Y'all need to move. I'm the one who's gonna get the money when he's famous." And uh. I remember thinking, "Ew," you know, like. I can't wait to tell my friend who's a musician about how snaky you are. And I did, and he stayed with her for a little while longer, but then he realized, you know, she, it wasn't just me saying what I, you know, wasn't playing telephone. It was something I really heard, and I was like, that is ugly. So it's not always rainbows is what we're getting back. No, rainbows and sprinkles and smiles. Even the life outside life. of the show, though. Like, I think that's another thing I get, too, is that, oh, like... I don't see him. I don't, I don't ever see him. But it's not all bad. No, no, I feel not like we need all, to It's definitely not all bad. Yeah. It's not. No. It's, it may, there's these, a, there's, these are the negatives. There are many positives as well. I mean, for we sure. meet a lot of great people. I've got to do a lot of cool mm-hmm. things, you know, through him and his career. And I think it's rewarding watching him do what he loves to do because I know that's what he needs to be doing. I don't see him doing anything else. And I think he's right where he needs to be. But, um,. It's not always rainbows and butterflies, which I think right. is the what people believe. The the outside perception. It is a, yeah, it's a difficult lifestyle, but if you can make for it all, work. For all involved, especially it. the artists that have to be away from home, but for anybody that is around the artist most of their life, it's it's tough. It's mm-hmm. tough. But it's you fun. Have to be, it's, it's cool I getting to see. I you have to be a confident person, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know, just to see them doing their thing with fans, both, both genders, and just... I actually, Peyton and I have a funny story that actually just happened to us this week. We had a girl reach out and she wanted to do some promotional stuff for us. And so she's like, I'm a huge country music fan. (laughs) I love Red Dirt and Texas Country. And then she sent a picture of her with Parker McCollum and then her with Co Wetzel and then one of her with Chris Colston. And Peyton and I were just like... She had no idea that Peyton was going to be the one no, that saw it, it or anything, fine. and it was it was, it was just so it was funny. funny. It was innocent, but it it just it was funny because what are the odds that hey, I'm but the also, one that's receiving the emails? That's if just, I'm going to pick three of my favorites, and one of them is Chris Colston, hell yeah! There you oh, go, no, brownie it was a point. That was awesome. Yeah. In no way, shape, or form was I upset. No, oh no, but, it was just fun. It was it was Peyton. Awesome. Peyton is so confident. Like she was just like that is that is great. That is yeah. hilarious. I was laughing. I thought it was. I thought it was. Amazing. You can tell she's a big fan of lots of kinds of music. Love yeah. it. Love that. Good times. Yep. <laughs> that was funny. That was the highlight of the week, though, for sure. But yeah, also, have to, I mean, with dating, you have to be cool with the long distance thing and the communication thing. You have to be really good at that, too. Yeah, communication, I think, is something that we actually in our relationship have struggled with. But um, 
have come a long way. I think on it everybody always. struggles <laughs> with communication. Like, yeah, that's real life right there. That's something but everybody I mean, works on every day. Specific... I promised Jared I wouldn't dog him on this episode because he said he was going to start a podcast dogging me and my coworkers. So uh, I'm <laughs> not going to say anything here, but girl, I think it's something yeah. that... I think everybody definitely has miscommunication, but I think we've come a long way, but you have to because of... It's not just him being gone. I mean, that's a lot of people like old field workers, families, mm-hmm. you know, uh, military. Military. Like yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, if you can communicate, it's just important. It's so important. Well, Trust. it's also different. So when we're, when I'm out on the road doing, I'm usually, most likely, if I'm not riding in the van, usually when that person back home wants to talk is usually from that time frame that you start doing stuff. It's the wrong time, and they don't mean Opposite it. Opposite times. Oh, yeah. Opposite times. No, so, I've like, done it, it for makes Because sure. you sleep all day, and then you work all night, yeah. and she works Opposite. all day. And... Right, and he so does. I have to make myself, I've had to make myself. He makes a point. A point to say, you know, like, we'll be, there's, there's, there's this time gap where I'm not doing anything, and I'm thinking of usually back home, and it's usually sound check right when sound check's done until we go to dinner is that little bitty like 30 minute 40 so that's when I take my time and try to either call her or text her and say hey how's it going how was your day just let you know and then I'll do another text right before I go on because that's usually when I'm going to bed (laughs) right because then she's going to sleep so we make it work that's good yeah I I really I think that y'all have you know, just Good for, as, you know, your co- co-worker on the outside looking in, I think y'all have it all figured out because right. we do our best. It really, it's, it, it's a weird, it's not, not a weird dynamic, but it's a different dynamic and it's, you know, it's not your both at home mm-hmm. every night, like making dinner together. And and, jobs, yeah. Both of us. Yeah. That's right. So I, I give y'all kudos. Good job guys. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, I used to like dating a musician because he was like, I'm a, such a space person. Like, I just See, love my space. I tell all the time. Love my alone you? time. So they'd be gone playing or actually the musicians that I dated lived hours away. So they'd be doing whatever. I'd be doing whatever. And it just kind of was like when we come together, it makes it just more special. Even because right. you're like, I got my time. You, you know? miss them more. Yeah, yeah you, you do miss them more. You it was definitely a weird adjustment when Jared got off the road. It was kind of like. <laughs> you're here too often. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I need a moment. This is my me time. But, you know. Yeah. Yep. Well, like any relationship, it takes work and effort and yeah. lots of talking. And, and, and just that. realize, I think what you can take from this whole thing is that backstage is not that cool. <laughs> it's it's not. really it's not. No. I, I, I almost like when I first started getting that question, I was like, yeah, you know, it's backstage. And then now I'm just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. um, it's backstage. <laughs> like that, That's my answer now. It's yeah. like, oh, it's just backstage. It's just another location. Yeah. Um, but also, I mean, like, I feel like I see a lot of this because I follow, like, a lot of people. I think we all do. follow a lot of people on social media, like Twitter. You see people, hey, I want to be your boo. Like, people are hitting people up on Twitter. Hashtag Musicians daddy. Who, yeah. Who, they probably already have girlfriends or people that they're seeing. Um, and so, you know, don't get your feelings hurt if you don't get responded to because that is not a way to go about it, I don't think. <laughs> oh. You're going to get ghosted. One last thing I wanted to say before we talk about ghosting um, is quit buying artist shots at shows. Oh, my god! Save that money. Take your happy ass to the <laughs> merch table. Yep. And use what you would have spent on those shots and buy a t-shirt. Yeah, you'll spend more money on alcohol than you will an actual t-shirt from that band. And you yeah. know what helps the artists more and what they're probably going to think is a lot cooler? Is when you buy their buy merch, yeah, and you spread the gospel and the good word yeah. with your friends, your family, and whoever you see when you're wearing the shirt. I, I mean, I don't think people on the outside, of course, of course, they're not supposed to know because they are on the outside. Yeah, but I don't think they realize how much people don't realize how much merchandise contributes to a band. Oh, because oh, yeah, that's your guess. So money. right, yeah. So, well, I mean, and even, but even some of these bigger bands, you know, like we've been on the road a lot. I'm looking at the screen right now with Parker and, and, and co and all those guys. And, you know, those, those guys have, you know, they've earned a high guarantee per show. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, because of the people they draw and the amount of tickets they sell. And, but you know, there's nights where they can sell 
their guarantee in t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, there's nights where they can make that much money mm-hmm. just by selling merch, and it's just they're doubling it, and it's great because mm-hmm. you have an extra pretty much backup. Yeah, yeah. there's your backup cushion. Yep. There's, there's a, your your engine for your van. Yeah. Like, yeah. Your yeah. money for your new single. I mean, I can't tell yeah. you how long yeah. until until recently I had, you know, I paid my guys my entire band, which there's four or five, five of us. And everybody's um, income was paid through my merch account. Yeah. Until we got to a point where we got to a point where I could split them up in companies, and now they're paid from a separate company. But I mean, still. But I mean, if that's your income coming in, I mean, that's what you've got to take care of people, take care of anything. That shot, I mean, that shop's so, gonna go away. ChrisColston.com. Yeah. Get your t-shirts. Help support live yeah. music. New merch. Yeah. That's Which another thing that money that. gets spent on. Yep. Yeah. And we'll post a picture. Peyton mm-hmm. looking cute in her Coles t-shirt. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, oh. back to ghosting. Don't get ghosted. Um, so, we've been talking about Halloween-y. It's spooky season. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we asked our staff here at Billy Bob's if they have any crazy, interesting, spooky ghost, ghost stories. stories. Having to do with the stockyards. Having to do with stockyards in general. Like I said before, it's real historic over here. Um, you know, so we've got a lot of stories. But I kind of just wrote down a few notes about some of the specific ones that I heard and thought they'd be interesting. Have y'all, do y'all have any um, ghost, stories? ghost stories yourself? Oh, yeah. I've got a ton of them. I grew up in a haunted house. Really? Well, heck, share them with what us. What year was the farmhouse you grew up in? 1901. Ooh, man. Wow. Yeah. I have one, but um, it honestly, I was young, so now that I'm older, I kind of question if it wasn't my mind making it up. You Imagination? Know? Yeah, I don't know. But I can still vividly see it in my head. Like, it was one of those things where I bought the house I grew up with, which it was built in the 80s, not, not as nearly as old as the farmhouse he grew up in. But I thought I heard something coming from down the hallway. I was the bedroom at the end of the hallway. Mm-hmm. And then at the other end of the hallway, there was the bathroom. And um, I opened the door. My mom was asleep. My dad was working nights. And uh, my brother and my sister were actually on the other side of the house. So I kind of was like in my little secluded area of the house. It kind of freaked me out sometimes when I was a child. Scary. And so I opened the door. And um, I, I really had to go to the bathroom. And I, you have to go to the end of the hallway. I didn't have a bathroom attached to my... Yeah. So I opened the door to go to the bathroom. And I swear there was this hand that like popped out. It was pitch black dark, y'all like popped out just from the bathroom like all I saw was a hand and it went out you're like nope don't have to pee anymore nope yep that was me I closed (laughs) my door I already peed my pants (laughs) I was like nope I'll I'll hold it till the morning oh no (laughs) never saw anything again well I that's creepy two two stories one um our my assistant manager Kim shout out to Kim um she told me a story about her house being haunted and they'd see a lady in the hallway just randomly um in a gown nightgown and she was okay with it she was like, I already know this lady doesn't mess with us. She does see her every now and then, walk into the bathroom. Um, and her then boyfriend, now husband, one night spent the night and saw it. And he didn't say anything until later. And she was like, oh, did you see the ghost? Like, she was just real casual about it. And that's how I feel like I am. Like, if I anything happens to me, I'm just like, oh, I just want to tell people. But I'm not scared necessarily because um, I don't think anything scary has really happened to me. I have heard my name several times. Here? Not here. Oh. Um, just in general. Just I've heard my name whispered in my ear and... I've also heard that that's a, maybe a guardian angel, so that's what yeah, I think it sweet. is. Yeah. But, I mean, I've, I think I told my story last time where I um, saw something out of the corner of my eye here at Billy Bob's, and so now I always check that corner just automatically. I'll walk through the Texas Club, and I'll be like, okay. And I just, like, glance over and just check. Immediately. I'm, like, waiting. I'm not checking to be scared again. I'm just kind of like, where you what's, at, friend? what's there? I'm here. Say hi to me. Um, but a couple of other stories. I'll, I'll just go over one that I thought was the previous one. One of our uh, customer service supervisors was closing up our extra space. We call it the Lariat. And um, was closing it up for the night. That place is creepy as heck. Uh, like, you go in there, it's, it's just dark. It's not and that's really creepy. that creepy. It's just a dark, empty storage. room. We use it for storage. Yeah. So there's this, like, huge nutcracker that's in the corner of the room. And it always looks like somebody's over there. But it's just that nutcracker. Um, but without the lights on, it can be creepy. And so she, and this was nighttime. So she was closing that up for the night. So she would go to one space, the Lariat, and then over to the 81 Club. And she said when she went to the Lariat, it was just a dark and heavy presence that followed her over from the Lariat to the 81 Club. When she got to the 81 Club to lock that up, she does a walkthrough. She saw in the mirrors, because there's a lot of mirrors, um, 
just dark figures randomly. Uh, so that creeped her out. And then she was also hearing noises. This is, at, you know, the dead of night. No one should be in there. Just making sure nothing's in there and locking it back up. And so she was super creeped out about that. That would freak me out a little bit. Yeah, too. I would too. I'd be like, oh, I'm going to hustle on out of here. So. You just never know. Another one that we got um, was from one of our overnight securities. He said that he had just done a walkthrough of the building. Um, and all of a sudden he heard a chain being dropped and dragged across the floor. And this is a big dude. He, he does overnight security. So, you know, you wouldn't think. He said his legs were shaky and he was just so scared. Yeah, I would be too. If I was the only only person in here and just heard a random noise that's not supposed to be there. Whew, spooky. Spooky, spooky. Um, and another one that I heard, I can't remember who it was now, but a, a customer service person was walking through the showroom after everybody was gone. Club was closed. They were just cleaning up, kind of wrapping things up, counting their monies. And um, he was walking through there. He's walking in between A and B, that walkway, and behind him, he feels something hit his pants, and it was a lime. A lime had been thrown at him. By a ghost. By a ghost, because there was no one there, supposedly. Huh. All unverified stories, other than just hearing it from the There's also now. the little girl who dangles her feet from the main stage. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. And they've, they've... Sits on the edge of the main stage oh, like yeah. this, mm-hmm. and dangles their feet. Y'all seen I, I haven't. haven't. No, I want to. Hell no. I always walk through there. Like during the morning, I'll like walk through there and I'll be like looking around, looking <laughs> right. Hey guys, I'm here. I never see or hear anything though. No, thank you. So yeah, next time you're at Billy Bob's, keep your eyes out for um, our Casper the Friendly Ghost. Yeah, I've heard that there's a, a a patron that used to come here a lot that haunts the showroom. Well, I don't say haunt. Haunt sounds crazy, but um, just is down in the showroom every now and then and see. C6, I think is what they said. That's a good view from the stage, too, by the way, if you're buying tickets. <laughs> BillyBobSexes.com. They C6 say, is perfect. Yeah. They also say there's Peggy. Um, Peggy yeah. And that she'll walk through the back curtain of, like, backstage area. Um, and they somebody supposedly has a picture of her, so we'll post that. Um, but apparently all of our ghosts are nice, minus the yeah, lime throwing. It, yeah, well, that's probably just all in fun. It's pranks. Yeah. I'd throw a lime at someone. I mean, I'd throw really a lime easy. at you right now really if I easy. could. If but... I had one, I'd throw it back. Um, I bite it. Chris, we want to hear about your ghost stories. Um, I got a lot. Um, I'll tell a couple, I guess. Okay. I grew up, and my parents redid a... Uh, it was actually out, outside of Lindale, Texas, which it was just north of a little community called Jamestown. And uh, it was um, an old house. It was built in the 1900s. Jamestown is just a little community, really. It's not even a town. Um, and the house was old. It was built in 1901. And what my parents did is they basically rebuilt our house around. They kept the shell of the original house, basically. And kept the walls and yada, and then just added on to it. And they built this big, beautiful farmhouse that we lived in for, uh, let's see, it would have been my third third and fourth grade year and then we sold it and then years later we bought it back and lived in it my entire high school four years um and across the street was another neighbor's place but on their property there was an old wooden one room schoolhouse and it's still there and it was the Jamestown Schoolhouse where all I'm sure there was ten kids that went there. You know? The Jamestown Schoolhouse just sounds yeah. spooky. Mm-hmm. Haunted, yeah. And <laughs> one year something had happened and I can't remember something was wrong with the schoolhouse. Something had happened, a leak or whatever. They couldn't go to school in the schoolhouse, so they moved all the kids across the street into the house that we lived in. And they had school in our house for a couple of days. Oh. Wow. And I know it sounds crazy and wild, but there were times in that front room, there was a front room kind of uh, near the front porch that was screened in, and you could go in there, it's where my mom kept her office, and you could go in there and sit, and sometimes you could smell a cigar being burned at Hmm. random times, and then... You could hear in the middle of the night, like kids singing, like 
school like kids? they were in school like they were in school oh no i'm maybe. out on that one and then you know of course, it's all it's all pier and beam house so you can hear i mean you can hear someone walking downstairs upstairs like it's clear as day yeah. and in the middle of the night i would wake up you ask my mom all the time and i'd wake up and you just hear just people walking I'm like what is mom doing up in that because my and mom like, she always went back and forth from their my parents room to the couch because my stepdad snored so loud <laughs> she would go and sleep on the couch and i was like oh, mom must be getting up but i got up so why does she keep walking around and I like, went downstairs. Dang it, and I'm she trying was, to get some sleep. Yeah, and she was still in her room. And I'd wake mm-hmm. her up and say, Mom, are you walking around? I said, what? And I was like, are you walking around? I said, no. I said, no, go back to sleep. I said, there's someone in the house walking around. Burglar. Oh. And I did. We did it several, several times. And Mom had stories about how she felt pressure of someone sitting on her in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And it was never anything. It was never anything, anything that was harmful or anything. But there was... Always something there to let us know, hey, there's something here and we're just chilling and we're not going to bother you. That's weird. Yeah, and I think that that's like, um, I lived in an old home and I lived in Wichita Falls and yeah, you, I would always hear things like creaking or whatever. Plus there was a peewee doll across the hall in the other room and I didn't like that. Right. But um, <laughs> it was wood, you could hear anybody coming upstairs and I would always, when I would hear things, clicks or whatever near me, I was thinking, oh, someone's trying to wake me up. Or hear my name, so I'm trying to wake me up. Like, but I didn't hear anybody coming up the stairs. I didn't hear any of that. Yeah. And I would just hear that random, uh, uh, and I'd be like, which I'm a very light sleeper. You're so like anything. Where are the yin yang twins? Why are you whispering in my ear? Yeah. Stop right Say now. the whisper song. Sorry. That's creepy though. Well, and a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of ghost stories going around. It's Halloween, like I said, but these are things that have we've experienced, which just gives it some legitimacy. Don't you think? I think so. Yeah. But now that we're creeped out, let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. Play a game. Which one are we playing this week, Tara? I think we should do Would You Rather, but with a twist. So, Chris, Peyton. Okay. You all ready? You all got to put marshmallows in your mouth mm. and answer the questions with the marshmallows. Do you not like marshmallows? Uh, okay, good. So, it's like a morning or an afternoon Can we have a trash snack. can? Gra- yeah, yeah, there's one, right, there's there. one right by you guys. Oh, God. I'll have a marshmallow just for funsies. Okay. Look, these are fresh. They don't even expire until December 5th. They smell too good to waste. Mm. You can take one as a souvenir. <laughs> Stick it in your hoodie pocket for later. <laughs> so you need the whole bag. So we've got... Um, okay. Would you rather? We've got a couple funny questions. So what do you eat of, eat of marshmallow if you don't want to answer or what? Oh, no. You put them in your mouth you and, put them and, in your mouth answer? and oh, answer. Great, so great. it's like. To go. Okay. You ready, Taipei? Yep, I'm ready, I think. Okay. All right. Start start with two of them in there. I have a really small amount. I know, that's why I said two. Two. Perfect. <laughs> oh, it's already funny. It's already okay, funny. I'm ready. Yeah, you should get a video of this, especially of her. I look okay. I'm not good today. So I have a photo for reference, so you know what I'm talking about. But would you rather be a reverse centaur or a reverse merman or mermaid? Mm-hmm. I don't know what a centaur is. It's an animal reverse man. Reverse merman. <laughs> well, that's a gift. Reverse, I don't, the fish one. A mermaid? Merman. Mermaid. <laughs> Would you rather your only f- mode of transportation be a donkey or a giraffe? Giraffe. Giraffe. Payne's <laughs> <laughs> like, is there even a question? Giraffe. Drool everywhere. Oh man. Would you rather every shirt you wear be kind of itchy or only be able to use one ply toilet paper? <laughs> itchy shirt. Itchy shirt. One pot. What do you mean by one pot? <laughs> like you know, whenever you go, like the cheapest toilet paper. Oh, you could yeah, it's yeah. like see through. That's fine. I'm, I'd no, itchy sweater. Yes. It doesn't Amen, sis. Would you rather have edible spaghetti hair that regrows every night, or sweat maple syrup? Ew, edible hair. Edible hair. <laughs> oh, it freaks me out. Sweat maple <laughs> syrup. Ew. Would you rather rather have to read aloud every word you read? Or sing everything you say out loud. Sing everything I sing say. Everything, sing everything. I already do that. 
I think we do. A lot of times. Would you rather be unable to move your body every time it rains or not be able to stop moving while the sun is out? Wait, what? Is that you? Like, if it rains, you're just, you can't move. I'm oh, down. that I'm one. Stuck. I'm down with that. That one. That I feel that way anyway. anyway, yeah. <laughs> Would you rather be compelled to high-five everyone you meet or be compelled to give wedgies to anyone in a green shirt? High five, everyone. High five. Okay. Getting a wedgie should kind of be funny, though. Yeah, Chris Colson would get a wedgie right now. He's wearing it. Yeah. Uh, All right. Can I get (laughs) No. No. Okay, last one. Okay. Would you rather have to fart loudly every time you have a serious conversation? Yes. Or have to burp? (laughs) That, there's no... Or have to burp after every kiss? No, farting is way more funny. (laughs) Burp after after every every kiss? kiss. You're only impressed I'm kidding. I know, but I like to fart. I think it's funny. <laughs> okay, those are those are all the questions uh, I have. So y'all can either eat your marshmallows or spit them out. <laughs> uh, I need water. Oh man, here here's one. Love that. That was fun. That was fun. Those were great. Good <laughs> good job, guys. Y'all did great. You did awesome. Fanda, is there anything else you want to talk about today? They start like disintegrating you know, in your mouth. <laughs> I just want to thank y'all for coming on. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully we'll get. We'll get some links up for yep. Chris to share, and like and we'll we share said, go check him out. He's yeah. got Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, anywhere you can find anybody. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. there. If you have a phone, you probably do in your hand. Google him. Yeah. Please do. Yeah. And, and buy his merch. Yeah, go buy a t-shirt. Check out his new single, November first. Yay! We can't wait. It'll be great. Yeah. We gotta get you back on our stage, Chris. For sure, we'll work on it. Back, absolutely. Work on it. So, Peyton, work on it. (laughs) Oh yeah, I'll do my very best. Well, thanks for coming. Yeah, and tuning in. That was fun. Thank you guys for having us. Like, share, follow, subscribe, do whatever you gotta do. But we will keep on keeping on, and see y'all. Talk to y'all next time. Yeah, talk to you later. Bye. Bye.